Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Welcome to the Undressing Room Podcast, presented by Macy's. What's up, L'Oreal? Hey, I'm in the building. Yes. <laughs> you already know when you hear the ding, 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 that means it's a queen, queen, queen. Hey. It is going all the way down. It's still our anniversary. Super That's excited right. this week. Now, not everybody is excited this week, though, because mm. Mama Tina, Beyonce's mama, oh, she has something to say when she defended Jay-Z. And have you checked out Netflix, The Tender Swindler? It has the <laughs> internet in shock. And gospel singer Kira Sheard sends guests to a hotel to keep them away from her man. Okay, girl. I ain't mad at her. And also, it's Black History Month. And we rank our favorite Black movies because those are the best movies, of yes. course. And, you know, it goes down like it does every week in my DMs. And yes. we're going to unpack that. And for our final question to undress, this happened. I can't understand how you think you can do that and that would make sense. And then you're going to punish the child. But I'm not agreeing. I think I would be like, get out of my damn face. (laughs) It's going down. Tell all your homegirls and (laughs) homeboys to make sure you hear how we undress this mess on the Undressing Room Podcast brought to you by our favorite, and that's Macy. And speaking of Macy, shout out to Macy's and their representation right now during this beautiful month of February because yes. it is still Black History Month. Yes, it and is. And since signing the 15% pledge in 2020, Macy's has tripled the number of Black owned brands that they carry. They are committed to using their purchasing power to represent and to benefit the Black community. Macy's is celebrating Black creators, Black visionaries who are building a legacy and influence the culture. And finally, finally, somebody that does what they say they was going to do. You get what I'm saying? years into this pledge, L'Oreal, because the pledge happened back in 2020, and it's still going down. You can join in and support Black history and Black brilliance by stopping by Black-owned brands. You can shop them right at Macy's. That's right. You can help fund scholarships for students at Mm -hmm. HBCUs, also known as historical Black colleges and universities, which I am an alumni of. Okay, Yes, and you can donate online. Go ahead and round that dollar up. It's a couple more cents to your store for the UNCF. That's the United Negro College Fund. It's super easy. If you want to know more about it, go to Macy's.com slash honors. And you already know it's my honor to present y'all with our anniversary giveaway. Let's Ooh, make some noise. We like Oprah out here. You get some stuff. You get some stuff. You get some stuff. Well, really only one person this time because it's our one year anniversary. And for the month of February, we are giving just one. That's one. So not everybody. One lucky loyal listener. A thousand dollar Macy's. A thousand. 
That's a lot of money, L'Oreal. That's a whole lot of money in this mother, mother. (laughs) All you have to do is head to the unjustinrumpod.com and click on giveaway. And then you put in the keyword and that is dynamic, just like my good sis Eva, because she's dynamic. That's you, sis. Well, we have been called the dynamic duo. I've heard that before. That's what I I heard they say. say. They say that. They say that. They say that. Let's go ahead and slide up in what happened this week because when Tina knows when Beyonce's mama is on the top of what's going on, you already know it's going to be juicy. It's going to have to do with Jay-Z or Beyonce or Solange. Or Kelly. She don't play about her Kelly neither. She don't play about Kelly neither. (laughs) That is, that's all facts. Now, Mama Tina was recently on CBS's Mornings with Gail King discussing the upcoming doc that she's the executive producer of, Profiled the Black Man. So the documentary spotlights Black men and stereotypes and discrimination. She recalled a conversation that she had with an older white woman on an airplane and they asked her, oh, your son is a gangster rapper, right? Yes, and he'll shoot you. How did you let him marry your daughter? Well, Mama Tina clapped back like only the Creole can and said, uh, no, actually, my son is a CEO. But she wasn't mad at her since the media portrays people in this fashion. She said, I sat there and I thought about how the media portrays black men and how that is typical of the things that they would focus on. The negatives. That's They, right. they... Try to portray us in these dangerous ways. Our men are so dangerous. They're uneducated. They're Mm -hmm. gangster rappers. That's all she could come up with. But that's what she's been seeing on TV and in the media. That's how we are portrayed, unfortunately. So Tina goes on to say she wasn't mad at sis for saying that because what else is she supposed to say? Because she doesn't know. Now, can you say that you have been a witness to black male friends being wrongly profiled, be it in the car or just walking into a space, going into a restaurant and people assuming that they are certain thing because of stereotypes? I have definitely seen my black male friends get wrongly profiled, but I'm tired of us making excuses for grownups and people that know better. Instead of being like, oh, the media portrays that. Well, movies portray white people as slave owners, but that doesn't mean every time I come outside the house i gotta be like isn't that massa that's over there like it is slave owners though yeah i mean i know that's right but um you know at the end of the day nobody is the same anything no one group of people is the same anything so that's ignorant and i do think us making excuses for people being like oh it's the media and i get the media does play a part but you need to have your own common sense and know that all black people are not that way just like she's seen that jay-z is a gangster rapper she's also seen how he's a part of the nfl how he's a part of but she don't know that she probably does because i've seen that on the news you choose to pay attention to the negative you know what lo just like you just said it's common sense. My mama taught me common sense ain't common. So what uh, yeah, I would do, you know, in a situation, it's like, duh, it's a given. Other people 
Don't. And you would be surprised. They think we look the same. They think that one rapper is the other rapper because they're both black and have locks. Like, yeah, they that do makes generalize them us. That makes them ignorant. And, and that's just is what it is. There's nothing that you can put in the media that's going to get them to change from that because that's what their mind is wrapped around. That's what they choose to do is mm, pick out mm, the negative. Mm. And I will say being profile, it's not just black men. Let me tell you what just happened to me over the weekend. Wow. I was sitting at Master and we know that that's not a cheap restaurant. I'm mm -hmm. sitting at the bar with two of my other friends. We're dressed nice, uh, heels, everything, whatever. You, which one were you at? Uh, the one on um, the penthouse. The one, the in, um, one yeah. on Beverly That's the Hill. piano bar. That's where all the girls hang out at to get chosen. You do know that, right? So look, now I'm about to tell you what happened. So now we're sitting at the bar. I went to meet my friends. They were already there. I didn't okay. know that, but whatever. They were already there. So I came and... Um, as I'm sitting there, you'll never believe this, but the lady next to me, at first she was trying to speak to me. She was like, oh, you finally came. They were saving a seat for you, blah, blah, blah. So me, I'm not really friendly when it comes to like things like that. And I don't like when people talk to me by my food. So I just was like, <laughs> <laughs> you know me, like I kind of brushed her off. I'm not going to lie. I was just like, <laughs> and I turned my back towards her. And like towards my friends, uh -huh. make a long story short, we're sitting there eating. I got my chocolate martini and I just feel something splatter on my arm and my hand and kind of like get like by my drink and my food and stuff. So I'm like, so I just stop like that. And the lady is like holding her mouth. So I'm like, did she just throw up and like it's splattered on? Like, no. listen, so I'm not really sure exactly what happened, but stuff was flying out her mouth one way or another. Ooh. And it got exactly disgusting, right? Now it's her and her two friends. These are white women. So now I'm completely disgusted. I'm sitting there with my arm and then I'm pushing everything away from me because there's no way I'm going to eat anything with her food residue in she turned towards me. She starts apologizing, right? I'm so sorry. I just had throat surgery. Mind you, she got a whole dry a martini in front of her. Yeah, she has a dry martini, crab claws, and everything. And she's like, I just had throat surgery. But she's looking like she just finished throwing up. So I don't know if she threw up, whatever the case. Um, so look, look how it escalates. I tell the waitress, there's no way that I'm drinking this. I'm going to go to the bathroom and rinse off, and you need to switch my drink. She switches the drink out, but now it smells. So I'm like, did this Whoa. woman just throw up in a napkin? Okay, let me just make this story short because I know it's a short podcast. <laughs> so anyway, um, my friend ends up telling the manager. They come by, and they're looking down to see if she threw up on the floor. Eva, I don't know how I didn't go to jail. Her friend next to her, the one next to her, so she's not next to me. She goes, excuse me. She goes, look at her throat. She just got throat surgery. I don't know if you're looking for a free meal. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> to me, I don't know if you're looking for a free meal or what you're doing, but I said. I'm looking to not get thrown up on, lady. Yeah, so I started with that, but then I turned around like, who do you think you're talking to? I said, first of all, look at everything you got on is cheap. Your wig, your ugly. <laughs> like, <laughs> she goes, these girls from Compton are... <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know when these white about. women got so bold, and it doesn't have nothing to do with media. Because <laughs> sometimes, right. you get what I'm saying? This is just right. what you thought you could come out your face and say. And sometimes they try to see what they could get away with. So they wanted to see if they could disrespect Miss Tina Knowles, Beyonce's mom, to her face. 
and she's she would be too stupid enough to have a response. That's what they thought. That's what they, they really got the thought. wrong mama. I know that the they wrong got the mama. Wrong that's for sure, mama. Because Tina's is, not the one. But speaking sure. of media, have you seen this new show, Low, called The Tender Swindler on Netflix? Not only did I see it, but I am the promoter for it right now, girl. <laughs> you. So initially, when I started watching this show on Netflix, it was because everybody was talking about it. I seen it was trending. And I was like, not another one of these. You know what I mean? Because we've seen stuff that's similar. And we're like, we don't want to see this anymore. Girl, this ain't no I regular started, catfish, though. Yeah, it started out a little, I'm not going to lie. In the beginning, I was like falling asleep. When I got past that 20-minute mark, Oh, I was sitting up in my seat, child. Now, there's a con man. His name is Simon. Le How you said his name? Levy? Levy. Levy. Anyway, he conned women out of... His name is Simon. Watch out for him. He a white man. He wear glasses. He well-groomed. Simon changed his him. last name all the time. So it could be Simon Thomas, Simon Jones, Simon. We don't know which Simon he is right now. But we do know that he got $10 million out of women that he met on Tinder, oh mostly in Europe. Now, he would love bomb them and be all in, immediately introducing them to a wealthy lifestyle. For example, with one woman, he had her on a private jet on the first date they Yep. somewhere else and they had dinner his baby mom was there so it all looked legit he had the security the baby the, the just everything they ate at the nicest restaurants they did it big with the bottles boats everything you could think of and he she was like a serial dater too so it made it bad because she was just looking for a good date that's it and and she found and it. Out. Yeah, she, she found all the boxes. Okay, he go. Gave, go, go he go. gave her an amazing date, lavish experiences. And then one day, out of nowhere, he'll just start asking for money. But because you think this guy is rich, you've seen him with a ton of money. You've seen him do so much. You're like, there's no way he can have all these cars, all this stuff. And he could be broke. You know, something happened to his account. Sure, I'll send him. And, and what it was, was at this point, he became these women's boyfriends. So now, right. so it's not just yeah. giving money. That's your man. Yeah, he said that something is going on with his account, or he was being threatened, or whatever, because he spent so much money. These women would take out loans to help him out. They didn't now, even have the money. But don't forget, so he's posing as the nephew to the sheik. Okay, so he's posing as a family member to That's royalty. Right. So the idea of like threats and and a diamond, a diamond. What was the guy? Oh. He he said his father was a diamond heir or whatever yes. too. Yes, right? a diamond maker. So they're thinking all of this. So this man is good, and of course he's backing it up with things that they seem like it's legit. So now they're like, oh my god, my boyfriend's in trouble. Mm -hmm. Let me try anything I can do to help him because he's gonna give me the money on Monday, right? Right. Right. Well, these women grew more and more in debt. And I don't even know, like, at one point, he got a woman to take out $100,000 and was still asking her for more money. Different loans. Eight, nine different loans. This woman would just take out more but and she more. she was doing it, though, like... I'm saying, is it ever that good? Like, who no, does that? No, I can't give over $2. Anyway, he was using money from, it was like a Ponzi scheme. So he was taking money from one girl and spending it on the other to get money out Bernie of her. made off of dating. Bro, one of the girls he didn't even sleep with. She was just his friend. And she gave him hundreds of thousands. The first deposit, she was like, yeah, I just gave him my whole savings. I'm like, what is wrong with this woman? So anyway, he was a 
finally caught up with. They all got into conjunction, jammed him up, and he was only sentenced to 15 months. And guess what? He did five months. Because he got another woman to pay. <laughs> he got hey. another woman to get him up out of there. So he ended up back oh. on the streets and back on social media, being able to rip women off. He was back on Tinder up until a couple days ago when they finally decided to ban him. And now he has an Instagram account. He has a whole nother girlfriend. He's back rich. Because at one point he was like claiming he was poor living in a, a hostel. And then he got back up and back on his feet. He's rich again. And now he's giving out relationship advice <laughs> and, and, and financial advice on Instagram for a fee. And people are paying this. Can you believe this? Now, look at this. Oh. To top it all off, what? the women are still in debt. They started a GoFundMe the other day for $800,000. They done linked up and made a GoFundMe together trying to get some of this money back. And he's still out here dating, still still wrecking lives. Have you ever come across, have you ever done a dating site? No. No, I didn't I, think when so. I, when I, uh, I've been with my husband now for almost eight years. So when dating sites and stuff got super duper popular, I was already in a committed relationship. I actually had my friend the other day, like he's on Tinder. And I was like, how does that work? And right. so like, he was trying to like show me, I'm so, I have trust issues. Um, consistency matters to me. So it's very difficult. I think for me, if I was single to date, on an app because it's all about the spontaneity. I don't want the spontaneity. I want you to be the same yesterday that you are today and I need to see you tomorrow and next week and I need to put them papers together and there do the is. math and make sure the math is still mathing and you remember July. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. I don't know. What about you? Like, have you ever done a dating site? No, I feel like Instagram is a dating site. I know people don't <laughs> don't think so, but I mean, as much people slide in your DMs or try to talk or, you know, like, and I'm not saying that there's been times where I've met someone in person and we've connected on Instagram. So like, yeah, still, you know what I mean? So I still consider it that. But me, as far as like a swipe left, swipe right, I don't even trust people in real life, let alone like on Instagram for me to like do all that and put myself out there. I would, I don't think I would ever do that, but I do. We know uh, like Jennifer Williams from yes. basketball wife. Yes. She had this happen to her where she was dating a guy. She met him and he ended up swindling her and, and stole her Range Rover. It was I a brand new that. Range Rover. Yeah. They were dating boyfriend and girlfriend. She, uh, you know, they were like planning on moving together, shopping for houses together. And, um, I guess she went away and she ended up leaving him with her car and then she couldn't get in contact with him again. And this is the dude that she was in I love with. It. I yeah. couldn't even get to that point low because the swipe left or swipe right means that you like what you see, right? So like you see a picture and it's like, oh, the way they look and then they little stats under them. Do I like it or not? The way that this Beijing hairline weaves, wigs, eyebrows, baby hair, you don't know who is real and who is not. And people can say anything about who they are just to get your attention. So I don't know about that, sis. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The 
McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, Eva, now let's talk about Cadillac's commitment to championing big dreams and ambitions. Supporting diversity is a lifestyle. There is equity in that. There is justice in that. And when my girls open up a business, for mm-hmm. example, you already know, L'Oreal, we support them, right? Of course we're going to support. Diversity is important to me, and I love to see women of color doing their thing. So do you. That's why we go so hard for our people. Cadillac has always been about inclusion. In fact, they continue to drive engagement to minority-owned businesses as much as they can. That's right. Misa Hilton, she's one of our favorite fashion boss chicks, and she is featured in Cadillac's Inventing Forever campaign. She's always so dope, so stylish, so fashionable. She's a bad girl. She is a bad girl. (laughs) The title of the campaign literally encompasses everything we know Misa to be, inventing forever. She has been a curator of everything style and fashion since I can remember. She is still dropping amazing threads to this day. You can go over at Macy's, see her amazing collection there. Shout out to Misa for not stopping. That's that can't stop, won't stop spirit right there. Uh Uh-huh. Cadillac empowers those who live life on their own terms. And Misa, oh, she's definitely that girl. And in addition, Cadillac has been at the forefront of supporting small businesses such as The Lip Bar and Alice Al's Tea, just to name a few, you know, both women-led businesses. Listen, The Lip Bar, let me just say, sis went to an HBCU, she's a black woman, and her products are amazing. These business owners are champions of big dreams and bold ambition. Cadillac built a dedicated hub to showcase campaigns and stories at Cadillac.com slash audacity. That's right, L'Oreal. Now, you guys do not forget, listen and heed L'Oreal's words. Head on over to Cadillac.com slash audacity and sign up to stay informed about Cadillac's equity plus justice commitment, along with Cadillac products, partnerships and events. Let's slide into Kiara Sheard. She sends her guests, her friends, her people to a hotel room to keep them away from her man. So in a recent interview with Page Six, y'all know the gospel singer Kiara Sheard. That's Karen Sheard's daughter. Well, she says that when her girlfriends come in town to visit, she makes them stay at a hotel. They are not going to be there with her husband. They are not going to be tempted to have sex with him and he with them. I think it's kind of like, huh? But okay. She said, my mama has already told me, don't have too many people around your house. I don't care how good you are with them or good friends with them. You don't trust them or whatever it is. I am very mindful and careful. I would buy a friend a hotel room before I let them stay at my house because we as believers, we believe that what we have, we are supposed to share with others. But I'm not sharing my man. So do you agree with Kiara or do you think it's a little too much to send your friends away because you feel like you can't trust them? I don't think... um 
See, like in that case, if it's like she can't trust them, I just feel like if this is what she feels comfortable with, then that's fine. When I think of home, I think of family. A place. Yeah. When I think of home, <laughs> I think of a place for that. Love overflowing. <laughs> and if love is overflowing to my friends, then that ain't going to work. But some people are not necessarily your friends. Some people welcome the wrong people into their homes. If we're talking about friends that are like family to me and people that I really trust, I'm not talking about an associate, but sometimes the associate get wrapped up in the friend group. You get what I'm wow. saying? So, so now that's, that's when you're not really sure who you could trust. And you got to put your foot down and be like, well, nobody can't stay here. Now me personally, I'm going to tell you like this. I don't like people in my space. Like, I'm not, like, I'm like this. I'll have dinner. Everybody could come over for a cookout, all kind of stuff. But when the, the, the grill goes off and the last burger is bitten into, it's time to take your black ass where you, wherever you came from. Home. You ain't got to go home, but you got to get out of here. You got to get the hell up out of here. Home, hotel, whatever the case. Ain't got to do with my man, my this, my that, my nothing. It got to do with me. Like, I like my own personal space. You know, I'm so different. I know you are. You know me. And I don't know if it's the way I was raised. I was raised as uh, in that family where my mama took in everybody. So at some point, all my cousins, my aunts, somebody lived with us at all the time. Like, it's what it is. I believe in who much is given, much will be required. Mm. I got a nice size house. I got, mm. you know what I'm saying? So for me, I've never had a problem with someone in my shared space. Now, I don't want you in my bedroom. But besides that's a, from that, exactly, that's a problem too. We're not doing the bedroom. We can't. We can't do that. But I have my homegirls, and my homegirls is fine. Like my homegirls is L'Oreal's. You know what I'm saying? They mm -hmm. like fine, fine. They are more than welcome to come to my house because guess what? If my husband gonna cheat, he gonna cheat. Period. It don't got nothing to do with them being at the house or not. And I think it it puts a level of pressure on you and of your friends and creates a weirdness when it's like you can't trust these people at your home because I'm gonna need you not to put me up in a hotel because you think I want your little stanky husband. I ain't even here for him, sis. I love you and I'm here in town for you. Like Some I don't want to be but that's how you are, but all people ain't good like that. Majority like I've met so many messed up people, bro. Like I think it got to do with your experience and things you've been through. Cause there's been people that I thought was my friends for 15 years, best friends. And then they be the most grimiest ones. So you got to also go off of, you have good experiences with, with good people. But see, but if so the everybody don't think, but if they are like likely to sleep with your husband, then why are you kicking it with them after? I mean, period. But sometimes you don't know that, you know what I mean? Like I, I know that I don't had things happen to me where I didn't found out to after I done did something to a friend before and I'm not even that kind of person you get what I'm saying it wasn't at the time but I ended up me and the guy ended up like it wasn't at the time she was dating him but mm -hmm. it was a guy that a friend of mine had dated before and me and her mm -hmm. wasn't cool anymore and me and him have fell in love that's we completely were, different but, it doesn't, but, but no it's really not to some people because in her eyes I betrayed her because I was her friend and she like damn was y'all always looking at each other and I'm like no I wasn't even thinking about her to be but honest then, but to come to your house like when it comes to having people over to your home, that's already a sacred place. So at the point in which you got people over at your home and they're your friends, to me, I mean, people I grind me out. I like oh, look, nah. I cheated on my boyfriend when I was younger with his friend that we used to be together with all the time. Like, I'm like, 
I, but I'm gonna be honest because I'm always honest about whatever. And and it's crazy because his friend like ended up like confessing his love to me. And the sicker part is the the reason why. So me and oh, that him is some Cassie J Lo stuff though. This is what I'm saying. Like we were dating, me and the guy, everything was fine in my mind, right? He seen that me and the, his friend had a connection, but we always, the three of us was always together. I promise you at the time, I did not look at him like that. The dude kept bringing things up like, oh, I think y'all might got something going on. And I'm like, me and him? And for real, that's what made me start looking at him. Like, I, I promise you, I wasn't even looking at dude because I'm like, why well, would he think that him? And then I started to put two and two together like, oh, he like me. So he stopped talking to me for no, like on my birthday, just like cut me off. Right. I didn't speak to him for like two months, but I still seen a friend because yeah. we like, we lived around that each other cool. and we was friends too. Like, and then eventually me and him, he, we went out one time and we was hanging out like we always do. And we got so drunk and he ended up telling me like, I'm in love with you. I've been in love with you. He's been playing games. Look how he didn't call you all this time. Oh, he threw yo, him under the. He's the worst kind of friend. And I felt, I, I, I kind of fell for it because also I'm drinking and I already cared about this person. Like he was my friend too, you know. And then we ended up whatever hooking up, and then he like fell in love. Like it was scary almost. Like he was like, we're like Romeo and Juliet. Like this is how. And I'm like, are we now? Mind you, check this out. The dude came back. Almost oh like the God. second week, like he knew, like, he's like, listen, I was wrong. I don't know why I had in my mind that y'all two had <laughs> We're even. going on. We're even, bro. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Be good. <laughs> oh, but my this God. Is what I'm and I promise but you, that wasn't my intention. This was a long time ago. This was when you were young, too, Yeah, right? I was like, I was in college. So I think that's another um a thing to add on to this. It has to do with your age and your maturity. If you're just dating and you're kind of younger and you are easily aroused by like a guy's outfit and clothes and stuff like that, then no, I don't think you should be having other women up in your house with your man. But at the point in which you are married adult and you are literally only here for that one person romantically, I think you do yourself a, a disservice tiptoeing around worrying about what somebody is or is not doing that will drive you absolutely crazy what about cousin faith cousin faith is gonna have to get her face busted in because my cousins are fine and when they come into town they stand in one of the guest room you can say in the basement you can say in the guest what room. about like, ebony you mean a stripper they were both strippers you mean somebody that dances for money <laughs> <laughs> so you're judging now are you being the white woman on the plane <laughs> what are we talking about here well i'll let you know you're listening to the undressing room podcast it's presented by macy's check out our personal macy's shopping page at macy's.com slash the undressing room my man got to be able to walk around the house with his shirt off mcdonald's is not new to chicken so maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. If you know what I mean, because it's Black History Month. 
And uh, <laughs> we got to make sure we show love to all the iconic Black movies out there. And let's rank our favorite Black films of all times. This is going to be tough. Now, um, favorite comedies. What would you say your favorite Black comedy would be? Um, when it comes to TV show or movies, this is all movies, right? Uh, these are so, movies. So anything with Eddie Murphy, Harlem Nights, Life, um, any anything with Eddie, uh, Coming to America. Yes. Um, I one of my favorite movies of all time. As you can see, it's a lot of Spike Lee happening in here. Is Crooklyn? I think Crooklyn is. That butter. is not a comedy. But, but it was like funny pieces in there, but no, it wasn't a complete comedy. What's your I'm favorite? A, I'm gonna say Friday. Yes, because, because you know the especially the original. The original one is something about pops. Like I like pops and everything from Boondocks to the Wayans Brothers to you know we. He's a soul we definitely gonna miss. Uh, but I agree with you on the life. Anything, Martin. Out Big Mama's house. That's oh still my God, my- Big Mama's house. Bad boys. <laughs> Bad boys. You know what I mean? Will Smith always got a chuckle in. How about uh, biopics like Malcolm X? That's oh, all. Hands that's- down. Biopic. Um, uh, Malcolm X and Ray. 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 Was- Ali was good. Yes. Um, see, I still. I say the Five Heartbeats. That's one of my favorite movies. Oh, period. that's so good. Five it's Heartbeats. It's not a because that's not a real. Yeah, because then, then you got the temptation. What's love got to do with it? The oh. Jackson Five, the American Dream. American I can Dream, there for- hands down. Come on now. What about uh, romantic comedies? Love Jones, I just watched on the plane coming oh, yes. from LA. They got it on the plane. Love Jones, you could do Poetic Justice. Ooh. That has to get added into there. Yeah. You could do um, The Wood. Love and Basketball. Do... Yes. Yes. Playing for Love your heart. <laughs> what about uh, all women's films, like Waiting to Exhale? That's not. Yes. Right to- you can't tell me nothing about way. I know every word. food, big mama. The fruit bowl, tramp. Remember when he said that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, best 90s, juice. Easy. Juice, boys in the hood. New Jack City. Yes. <laughs> Wait, oh, I forgot well, comedy. I forgot, I forgot. How to be a menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. You can't Absolutely. forget the way his brothers. No, at and all. Then, how about a drama? Like Ease by you, I Ooh. love. Shout out to our girl Megan Good. Yes, Journey Small Leg. Journey. Um, what's my girl? Uh, um, Debbie Morgan, Lynn Whitfield. Yes. They had Lynn an Whitfield. all-star cast. You know my husband's favorite movie. What is it? It was Joe Clark over on Lean on Me. Oh yes. I love it. What about Soul Food? I mentioned that earlier. Oh yes. Soul Food is one of my with the soundtrack. You got to go boomerang with it. You got to go. You know what you can do too? Are like um, holiday movies because the preacher's wife. Ooh. Like one of the best movies ever, Dudley. Dudley, oh he was fine. I was in love with the angel I too. Love me some angel too. I thought I was gonna go to hell. I was like, look, girl, if you don't Listen, want to slam duck, color tonight. purple, and we do. They doing a rendition of that, the the musical, and they have all those amazing names tied to it. Taraji P Henson. You have Fantasia. Um, her. Yeah, we got um, Danielle Brooks. They got a bunch of love fire me some Danielle. What's my guy's name from Euphoria? He plays Ali. Ah, uh, I can't think of his name. 
But he's well, going to be on the new on the remake. I believe yeah. it comes out at in December of next year. They've been working on it now. It's going to be he's playing Mesta. He's going to be Mesta. But anyway, uh, yeah. So big shout out to, to the uh, all Shug, the Avery people. P and his Walter. What you I'm think sorry. is a good film to remake? No, oh, I hate no. remakes. Yeah, no, me too. I was gonna say stop. Can we can we just deal with the fact that y'all don't need to remake our stuff? Okay, I'm mad Leave right now wrong. that they're doing paid in full too, and no, I like paid don't in full. Do one. that money making Mitch in the building? No, listen, <laughs> <laughs> paid in full. Okay, so we got to go back down. Paid in full, gangster movie, absolutely amazing. One of my favorites, and then another comedy that is amazing. I, maybe it's just me, but anything Mike Epps does is hilarious all about the benjamins oh all about the benjamins it's funny i'm gonna have to give american gangster we talked about biopic yes i get we can go on look we got some great oh sister act two i come up in there too because i need one and two one and two but when lauren held rita louise watson come on all right now we we can go on and Every, obviously, we love being black. We love Black History Month and celebrating all the amazing accomplishments and representations out there when it comes to TV and film. Y'all are golden. <laughs> so we're going to get into another movie, and that's my DMs, because these hey! are always a movie. Okay, now, I don't even think I need to do two this week, because this one alone is tea enough. Oh, give me some tea. I got my All right, y'all. I'm and this is just support. this is just a couple weeks after Valentine's Day. So this is a little spicy. Hey L'Oreal, sorry to bother you, but can I ask you a favor? Can you block my boyfriend at <gasps> dot dot dot? I went through his phone because I constantly see him liking all of your pics and commenting. Now I went through his DMs and I see him telling you weekly how much he loves you. You never respond, and I never caught him cheating any other kind of way or anything. So I know maybe this is just innocent, but it's for my sanity. Thanks, girl, in advance. So nope. she's just she just said that I'm gonna delete him or block him. Nope, nope, nope. No. This is just like that Kira shared uh, sending people to a hotel. If your man is going to creep and mess around, you can hit every woman that you think you can visibly see that he's trying to holler at. He's still going to do it if that's what he wants to do. That's true. Period. That's true. Period. So just leave it. You ain't you. You have you. How many times you responded? I've never responded. Exactly. So don't respond to her either or him or no one else. I'm sorry. It's not your fault that you're beautiful. And it's not your fault that this man keeps going into your DM. It is their issue, not yours. But did, would you feel a little bit away about that? One, she shouldn't have been going through his stuff. Like, because if you look for something, you're going to find it. But two, it's like, let's be real. If it's like a favorite uh, personality or favorite basketball player or favorite to me, I think that is kind of innocent. I mean, even though with Instagram nowadays, you can reach back out and really get in contact get with touched. these people. Yeah, you can get touched. You can get in touch <laughs> and all that good stuff. But I, I feel like with this, it's like more of a fan situation. So it's like, if he's saying, I love you, that's just, he didn't say he wants to take me on a date. This, this, no, that, he's a, a fan. And his girl has to get um, her life together because we are hyper-connected by the internet, which means you can talk to anybody anywhere and jump down any rabbit hole. So she has to work on her relationship with him and making clear her personal boundaries, not hitting you up. She's not in a relationship with you. 
Yeah, I think she needs to let this go. It makes her look very insecure. I don't even remember ever seeing this guy's name. Because usually I know the ones that are... got a million in there, Lo. Yeah, but the ones that are crazy, the way she's trying to make her boyfriend seem, you know those ones. I ain't even never seen them. Sis, I mean, I wonder how their Valentine's Day went. Probably terrible if he went through her phone and seen this DM. I'm the real main chick now. Anyway, I posted up a flyer for that uh, trip that I have in DR that's coming up. Uh, Shout out my peoples out there. I want to go. Are you going to come? When is it? Talk to me. Okay, it's going to be Memorial Weekend. It's going down in DR. It's the Memorial Day getaway. So, uh, you know, I'm going to be out there showing my ass, literally. But um, somebody reached out to me, and this guy kind of gives me the creeps. He, Uh-oh. oh, now, this is the person that hits me multiple times a day. And I see his stuff, and I just never respond. And he said, yes, finally going to get a chance to see you. My flight is booked. <laughs> That's a fan. He's a fan. You're Security. a woman. <laughs> no, it's like, I don't even think it's that. I think it's the ones before that that kind of give me the, like, he talks to me like I'm really his girlfriend. No, he talks to you like there's really hope. And, you know, you got to have some hope on the tightrope sometimes. Don't don't kill that man's, um, you know, his joy. Sometimes that's all you have to get through the day is a little bit of hope. This man has gone on, followed everything you've done. The first opportunity he had to spend money to come and just be in your presence. He did so and wanted you to know. I'm just I love people that support me. Just don't be weird. Like when you come... We're going to take a picture and you're going to go have your drink with your friends. Don't Weird try to. objective, w- though. I mean, I'm just saying. Now, I know people that have come and just stare and position themselves to be everywhere you are at the. Co- yep. either, you know, the people I'm talking about. Yes, I do. Yes, the ones I you do. need the security for. Yes, I just know. Just be them. clear. Security will be there. So I just want to make so this very clear when we're talking about right here on the Undressing Room podcast. Don't try no funny stuff. We could be friends from a distance. From you afar. can take a picture, and that's it. Now, <laughs> thank you for coming. We might could take a shot. That's it. Oh, well, yeah, we're we going to definitely take a shot. And <laughs> the waiter's going to bring you yours over there. But don't now, shoot your speaking shot. Speaking of, like, weird mm-hmm. and uncomfortable, this post right here for the final question that happens on Facebook has me itching. Oh, now, no. this post went viral. It says, I met a woman that I really liked who is a single mother. She was willing to partner with me to help me raise her child and buy property out here in the DMV, but only under one condition. Okay. The condition is that I can have a baby with another woman because I want the mother of my child to be our first child. Now, the woman denied me because she felt (laughs) that she deserved to have not only an exclusive committed relationship, but more children with another man. This is more qualified than her children's father. Oh, okay. For example, the man she wants to have more children with is him. Now, what's... Yeah. She wants to have more children with her baby father, and he wants to have children with a woman that don't have kids. No, she wants to have more children with another man that's more qualified to be a child's father, oh, not oh. her baby's father. I was about to say. So she want to have kids with him, but he doesn't want to have kids with her because 
he wants his first child to be with someone that has no children. So his proposition is like, look, sis, we can be together. I'm going to still financially support you and help you raise your child. But let me go up out here and have another baby with another woman so it could be both of our first. But how he don't know that he not going to fall in love with that other woman and that that other woman don't want somebody that's all over the place. And who the hell is he? This is weird as hell. I feel, don't, don't, don't get it twisted. I feel him on the first time thing because I had an issue with that before. Um, With a guy, my, my ex that I was with for the longest, he has three kids. And I'm like, damn, I'm like, I kind of want to have that and share that experience of like the first time with a person that's experiencing the same thing. Because I feel like that's a different bonding moment. Like you didn't have this before. Like you felt this with mad different people. It went him as far as with him. Well, he had all the mamas was different. Yeah, it was all different moms. So I'm like, you felt this three times. For me, as a mother who had a daughter before I married my husband and had our other two children, it's different. I'm going to tell you that my experience carrying um, Marley and having her was absolutely different than it was with my husband and our two other children. And I don't feel like my husband lost any... um, you know, first timeness of what it all was supposed to be because me having Mikey, that was his first child. And it was that experience can't, will not be changed. Even if Marley was not here, like it was what it was, despite anything. The question is, was it really wild for that man to ask this question of this woman? Is this any different than if, I was a single father. If he was a single father with a baby mama, like, how does that work? Like, if he was a dad and had a daughter and he was raising his kid and now this girl comes along who has no children, it's like, yes, I would definitely be there and be a stepmom, but I want to go have a baby with another man first so that he could be my first. I mean, of course, the guy is not never going to accept that. And, you know, I've asked guys certain things as far as like, not this particularly, but like Mm -hmm. a guy's excuse will always be, well, the woman carries the baby. So whenever it comes to cheating or whatever the case, why they can't forgive the woman having the baby is because she actually carries the baby and the man doesn't. He can move around without that child. You got to see the belly. You got to this. You got to that. So I do think, in, in, a, in a sense, when a guy says that, I think that may be a little bit more understandable because your body's going to change. Things are going to change. That man's body ain't going to change. So Yes, it I is. Mean, if he really with that woman and they really pregnant together, my weight becomes your weight. My husband gained weight every with time her, we got baby. He just wants to be able to experience having a baby. That's the crazy thing. He says he's with you. But I'm not agreeing. I think I would be like, get out of my damn face <laughs> immediately. But, but I mean, so what does that mean? Like, like, okay, so while you and your daughter are here having dinner, my pregnant friend either she's going to be pregnant over there by herself or i'll be right back let me go over here and give her a foot rub and some food because she's seven months pregnant like how does that work i think anyone that would do this and i'm not trying to shame you but you would be a damn fool because there is no way that i would be okay to to me that's just a polygamous relationship right there because polyamory at its finest exactly you're just going into a whole nother relationship i wouldn't be okay with that i'm not okay with sharing a man and it definitely wouldn't be a man saying to me you're not good enough to have my child because you already have one so uh, i'm gonna have this other chick get involved in our relationship and ruin everything because 
you're you're ruining everything by bringing somebody else into the relationship off off rip to me. You know that saying that uh, we make plans and God laughs. This is one of those. He mm -hmm. plans and romanticized the idea of what it would be like to have uh, a child and what that life would be like. Then he fell for this woman. Obviously, there has to be love there for him to buy property, for him to help her raise her child, and for him to be there for her mentally and emotionally. So whatever your old plan was, bruh, it's done. It's your not enough over. love. It's not enough love there to, if you're doing all that and you're still thinking about the next woman and how you can start a family with someone else. I can't understand how you think you can do that and that would make sense. And then but, you're going to punish the child by letting them be right. over there with a whole another woman while you're in love and have a family over here. You're raising somebody else's child. You have a whole another woman. Eventually, one of these houses are going to fall, right? It's not going to... And you're putting another house in jeopardy for no reason. If you feel that way, go find you a woman with no kids. Whether you're going to never find that or you will, it's, you're not going to be trying to ruin two different households. And that's what you're doing with that. But see, that's the one thing I think like about the whole you make a plan and God laughs. Because I get it. You have this idea of what you want things to be. And then there's a thing called life and what things right. are. So, And that'll all smack right. you in the face. Right. You might have wanted to be this age and have this by this time and then have traveled here and have accomplished that. And with all that you set out to do, God puts things in your life that are way better than what you plan for anyway. So didn't we both do that. Haven't you said numerous things you excuse me, you were going to do at a certain age. And like when you got to that age, it came and went and none of that stuff <laughs> happened. Or right. maybe it happens. But later on, like whatever the case, you just have to let it be in God's time. Drops Mike. All right, now. Well, if you didn't know, you're listening to the Undressing Room podcast. And that was our final question. Now, if you would like to be featured and have us undress your final question, then go ahead and follow us on Instagram at the Undressing Room podcast and DM us like they do in L'Oreal's DM. Mm -hmm. And boom, that's your chance to be featured. And slide in my DM, too, because I need some more juicy ones starring L'Oreal, L-O-R-E-L. Um, I, I, I didn't put any pictures up this week, so... Um, Give the people what they want, Lo. I'm going to put some pictures. I no wonder I haven't been on your Instagram this week because I ain't seen no pictures. Yeah, the homegirls this week, they don't know how to take good pictures. They too busy worrying about themselves. So we got to get... <laughs> if you didn't know, you're listening to the Unjust Road Podcast presented by Macy's. Log on to the Unjust pod.com for episodes and links to our Macy's personal shopping page and for that chance for you to win that thousand dollars for our anniversary pew, giveaway pew, you already pew, know that money Macy's money yeah and we're gonna get up <laughs> out of here ta-ta for now bye the Undressing Room podcast presented by Macy's is an Urban One Reach Media production hosted by the one, the only, even Marcel and L'Oreal. Executive produced by Kobe Cope Tyner. Associated producer Alexis Felder. Editing and production by Dunkus. Sales and corporate partnership Josh Romani. Michelle Marino and Kadisha Campbell. Research Laurie Hall Flowers. Digital marketing Sam Styers. J.R. Davis and Tim Hall. Digital creative Alvin Francis. Content provided by MadamNoir.com, Bossom.com, and HipHopWire.com. Stay connected at TheUndressingRoomPod.com. See you at the next episode.